0: In the last 20 years or 25 years, there's been a plethora, an explosion in wonderful, wonderful sports documentaries made by individual filmmakers, but also things like the 30 for 30 series done on ESPN, uh, which has brought some wonderful sports documentaries I- into our lives. And I'm delighted to be joined uh, by Dara Keeney of The Sunday World, uh, who's going to take us through um, just a, a little um, a, a countdown of some brilliant documentaries that you, you out there could watch. Um, if you're uh, looking for a little bit of time. Some of these you'll have heard of, some of these you may have seen. Um, I'll try and chip in and see if there's any other ones that occur to me as well um, that you could get stuck into. And many of them are available on YouTube. Um, So Dara joins me now. How are you, Dara?
1: Good afternoon, Mario.
0: First of all, I'm I'm presuming, please don't let me down on this, but I'm presuming you are a big sports fan and that you are a fan of sports documentaries themselves.
1: Oh, I am. Of course, I am. Yeah, like most people, but I kind of my, my background would be TV and critiquing TV. So maybe I take a slightly different view of, of these documentaries and, and look at them for as a as a TV package, just not just the individual who they're focusing on.
0: Mm. So that you've brought to us five t- uh, sports documentaries, and are these of all varying length and and subject matter, different subject matters?
1: Correct. And some of them are one off. Some of them are little mini docu series as well, um, and. Some are mainstream, uh, some of the listeners will definitely have heard some of them and I'm hoping that um, I might be able to raise some awareness on some random documentaries as well that I think are, are fascinating and brilliantly made.
0: Yeah, brilliant. Well, let's go through your little countdown of your five to one then. So at five, what's the first
1: one you've brought to us? So the first one I'd want to talk about is called the Barclay Marathons. Are you familiar with it, Mario? I am not. Excellent. Good start. So this is. Um, are you, have you ever done any kind of running events or anything? Have you ever kind of got done a Couch to Five K and decided I want to do a little random uh, <laughs> endurance event? Ah no, I did a
0: little bit. I do a little bit of jogging every so often. That's all. But uh,
1: okay, so you're probably seeing a lot of joggers and runners out at the moment. You, you certainly aren't are. And the, be- the the best, the elite that you might see out and about might be able to tackle a marathon. And um, there are uh, even a smaller fraction of those might take on an Ironman or an ultra. Ultra race, mm. but this is called the Barclay Marathons. It's a race that has been going around since 1986, and um, the the 40 people take part in it every year. The application process is a secret. This is all cloak and dagger stuff. Um, all the all the ultra marathon runners around the world know about the Barclay Marathons. It's this random event in the middle of America where you apply six months beforehand you've no idea if you're going to get in or not it's completely seems to be potluck how the man who made it up uh, chooses the 40 people who take part you find out that you're going to get in you train for 6 months and then you appear in this log cabin in the middle of a forest one day and you have you're given 60 hours to complete 120 miles and um, you don't know the route you don't know what uh, kind of terrain you're going to be taking on you don't know any other obstacles you Basically, you were told, have at it for, for 60 hours. And um, in the 25 years that it's, uh, since it started, 10 people have only finished it. And so a documentary maker decided to follow the endeavours and training um, of um, the competitors on this particular year. And he got really lucky because it's the first time ever that three of the 40 actually started the fifth loop. On that particular race and um, the adventure and the drama, it's, just, it's incredible.
0: So, Dara, what's how is it an ultra marathon? It's a hun- an ultra ultra marathon in the sense that it's 120 miles. Did you say?
1: Well, it, look, there's nothing high tech about either this documentary or the race itself. This is as raw as it gets. Yeah, it's it, technically it is a marathon each loop. But because you're going through thick, dense forest over mountains, um, you have to get to specific points where the man, the crazy man who runs this every year, has um, left a book for you. You have to tear out a particular page of that book to keep it. You have to keep that safe, and you have to bring it back at the end of each loop. So you're not allowed to start the second loop until you've done that. You're allowed to sleep if you want.
0: So it's like a treasure hunt from Dublin to Waterford through the forests.
1: Five times in three days. (laughs) God. Sounds great, doesn't
0: it? It it sounds like fascinating. But the the guy who came up with this sounds fascinating. Is, is he Barkley? Yeah.
1: Oh, he is. He is Barkley. And there's another man who's beside him there as well. He, like it is. It's all. It's it's all a bit madcap, to be honest, Mario. It's like the whole race starts by him lighting a cigarette. Like that's. There's no buzzers. There's no electronic mm. lighting system. There's no audience. There's no crowd. There's no countdown. He's standing there at a fence. The forty competitors are standing there, waiting with their gear on their backs, and they're just literally watching him, waiting for him to light a cigarette.
0: exactly. And besides this story being really interesting, the telling of the story is interesting as well, is it? It
1: it is exactly. But now there is one one flaw with this, as it isn't very high tech. Like a lot of the foot, like you can't. The the, sorry, the documentary makers couldn't get to every part of this race. It's that dense. It's that. uh, it's that wild. So you are, you find yourself, some of the cuts go from saying goodbye to some of the runners as they head off up up a, a sheer cliff face, for example, doing some rock climbing. Okay. And you don't see them again okay. until 20 minutes later in the documentary, which is probably about 10 hours later in real time when they get back to the car park and they've finished a loop. So some of it, that is one flaw in it, but the story itself is just, it's incredible. Excellent.
0: Now your number four option is called Undefeated. Um, give us two lines on that, Dara, before we take a clip of it.
1: Okay, uh, Very. Ver- this is kind of the, the, the precursor to stuff like Last Chance U and QB1, which are well-known American football documentaries going around at the moment. <laughs> this is 2011. This is the only Oscar winner I'm talking about today. It's that good. It won the Oscar in 2011, and it is based on a uh, high school musical... High school, high school American football team, the Manassas Tigers.
0: Here it is. Let's see here. Starting right guard shot, no longer in school. Starting with a linebacker shot, no longer in school. Two players fighting right in front of the coach, starting center arrested. Most coaches, that would be pretty much a career's worth of crap to deal with. I think that sums up the last two weeks for me.
1: For almost
0: 14 years, we never won a football game. Oh, my God in heaven. Chavis has... Serious anger issues.
1: Stop. Stop. You go over there, Mike. Montreal is dealing with the death of his father.
0: When he died, I knew I was on my own. Number 77, O.C. Brown.
1: O.C.'s grades wasn't up like they're supposed to be.
0: He's going to lose an opportunity to go do something with his life. I want them to rise above the inner city knock. Man, open, and he dropped it. And that's just about to fall to 0 1. Anybody can be a champ. It takes a man to stand up when this thing hits you in the mouth because it hurts. Everybody says when you get these inner city kids down, they'll lay over and you'll beat them by 40.
1: Not us!
0: So, Dara, presumably this is about the white-hot competitive atmosphere of American high school college football, yeah?
1: Correct. And it follows this group of players who no one gives a chance to. Like, this is the kind of guys, as you got, you got a little snapshot there early on, these are kids who, who are not only fighting with... Their, their peers on on the streets or in the playgrounds, they're actually fighting with their teammates. regularly. players are arrested. Players go AWOL. They can't get hold of them. And um, it's it's it kind of set the tone. It set it set the tone for the way we had we are now used to seeing these American football documentaries in them um, floating across the Atlantic onto our screens through Netflix and and YouTube and Amazon. The it's it's fly on the wall. It's you know the way Americans deal with news and um, documentaries, as you were just mentioning there on Fox News, like people want to be in front of the camera. So the access that the American people have given these documentary makers is incredible. They, it, they don't hold back at all the talking heads that are involved. They sit down. If there's a fight, if there's awkward, cringeworthy moments within the team, they talk about it. They don't avoid it. It's brilliant. It's brilliant TV. And it kind of, it's, it's unusual that the original is still one of the best because there's been so many documentaries since, as I said, like Last Chance You and QB1, which go beyond... The, the game day they, they show the, the players behind the scenes their families the training and the coaches and all that cool this is still the best it's a one off and coach Bill Courtney is unbelievable he's the kind of the, the hero of this taking these kids from nowhere to try and turn them into state champions I won't give away the, the end whether okay. they do it or not
0: brilliant where, it, would I, where would it, I fi- where would I find it Dara?
1: Oh, so that's currently—it's actually on YouTube for free. You don't even have to subscribe, and um, which is a which a really good thing about this because that won an Oscar back in two thousand eleven and oh. it's ten years old. So you definitely need to see this and keep an eye on his speeches in the mid, his halftime speeches. They make kind of like Al Pacino's inch by inch speech look like a fair city script. They're <laughs> unbelievable.
0: Very good. Their third one is Icarus. Two lines on that, and then we'll take a clip.
1: Icarus. There's never been a documentary that is split so 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 widely in two halves. It starts off as amateur cyclists deciding. I'm going to try EPO for a year and see if it actually makes me a better cyclist. Ooh. That's how this all pitches off. And I think it will probably lead straight into the trailer then and I'll take it up after that. Okay. I was thinking that would
0: start, I ask you questions and you the answer yes or no. Were you the mastermind that cheated the Olympics? Yes. Today, the World Anti-Doping Agency suspended Russia's sports drug testing lab. 99% of Russian athletes are guilty of doping. It's worse than we thought. If this is true, it is an unimaginable level of criminality.
1: I was hoping to facilitate one of the most elaborate doping ploys in a sport history. This goes all the way back to 1968.
0: Every sport. Was Putin aware of the existence of the Russian doping system? Yes. Go on ahead, then, Dara.
1: Okay. Well, that does not sound like a regular cycling uh, documentary, as you can probably imagine. Um, Yeah, Brian Fogel is the the maker of this. He's a keen cyclist, so he decided, as I said earlier, he just wanted to try EPO, but he wanted to see. And actually, anyone with a passing interest in cycling genuinely wants to know: Does EPO make everyone better, not just the elite, a little bit better? Could it make the regular cyclists better? So that's how he started off. But he needed a doctor to help him get through this. And obviously, none of the doctors in America would, would kind of get on board with this. They'd come and put their name to it. But he found uh, a doctor in Russia who was willing to do it called Grigory Rachenko. Rachenko, I yes. probably haven't pronounced that correctly. Yeah. And um, so he decided to make, make contact with him. And what soon started off as a slightly lighthearted, maybe earring on the wrong side of the moral line uh, about what he was doing, turned into this incredible dark drama. It involved um, drug cheats, uh, statewide drug cheating programs that went right to the top. Uh, Vladimir Putin is dragged into it at the end of this documentary. Um, You're following following this. Now, you're you're following the story through Brian's eyes, obviously, but he actually built a a really big, uh, close relationship with Gregory. Um, So he's kind of put Gregory on a bit of a pedestal. You can't get away from the fact that he never actually... Asks Gregory, does he regret doing everything that he, he did all those years for all the different athletes in mm. back in Russia? He kind of skirts over that, which is the one flaw in that documentary. But it just takes you on this roller coaster. And at some points, you're genuinely worried for Brian's life, Gregory's life, certainly, and um, when the top brass in the Russian government and the dark characters that they deal with are now involved in this it it, fl- it flips and flops between several countries in Europe as well as in America That's it's great, just are. got it all Lovely. it's incredible
0: brilliant really and at number two I've seen Icarus by the way so I'd recommend that one as well at number two Diego Maradona and a lot of people will have seen this already this is handheld a lot, this is a lot of home footage used um, That's what we
1: love about this, this, yeah. They got access to some of the old archive family footage and um, footage in, in Naples when he moved from Barcelona to Napoli. Um, it's 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 kind of a part of his career. Everyone talks about the hand of God. or um, I mean, obviously his Barcelona days were incredible and the Argentina, the World Cups and all that. But there's, there's a kind of a dark, sinister side to Diego Maradona. And I'm not talking about the high-profile drug stuff that we all know about. The, his transfer to Napoli from Barcelona was kind of at the time was incredible, made headlines all over the world, but it soon turned out that there were some shady figures involved in that transfer. And because of Diego's penchant for living the crazy lifestyle and getting involved in drugs and um, a crazy nightlife and stuff like that, he, he got sucked in by the the undercurrent in Naples um, and the mafia links and um what started out as what he seemed was the dream job. He was playing football and he was living a, a crazy life at night time as well. He soon realised it wasn't the kind of lifestyle he wanted. He was able to win over the fans eventually. Um, spoiler alert, Napoli went on to win um, the title a few years after he got there. The football was incredible, but he actually then wanted out mm-hmm. and he couldn't get out, uh, uh, starting with the manager and the GM at the, uh, at the the at the club. But it soon became clear that he wasn't able to Leave um, yep. as easily as he wanted, even though he was the biggest name in the world at the time. Um, so this dips Great into that. Story. It dip, Great, dips it. into the drugs, the drink, and his mistress as well, with the love child. Oh as well. yeah,
0: who's they, reunited with at the end with the with the son.
1: They don't hold back. Like it's actually, it's pretty impressive stuff. But as I said, it's kind of it's it's beautifully shot because it has all that old footage.
0: And at number one, Dara, you've got one minute on Senna. Sell it to me. <laughs>
1: Well, Senna, everyone knows where it in Senna is. Um, similar to the Diego Maradona documentary, this is, prim- this is prime documentary making because they managed to get hold of really old family archive footage. So while he is off winning Formula One Grand Prix and around the world, there's he, he, he flies back to Brazil, he, he stays with his family, and, and there's footage of him just out in the boat with his sister and his kids and his, his mum. It's just kind of, it's a different side to Senna, but then obviously what he achieved on the track is 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 known yeah. to many and his his rivalry with prost is known to many as well yeah. this goes into that it doesn't hold back and it's it speaks brilliant. to him as well so it's yeah. a great talking
0: it is it is beautiful and by the maker of amy as well and give us one exactly. out- outlier outside those top 5
1: oh, well if you if i would love to talk about dark horse it's uh, i don't know if you've seen it on film 4 uh, about f- about 10 years ago about the uh, the welsh town the mar- the mining town in wales who who were down on their luck lots of unemployment but a barmaid in the town decided to try and get everyone together to buy a horse train the horse and they did and they put this horse up against the Lords, the billionaires, the sheiks of horse <laughs> racing, and they won a load of races as well. Right. It's t- it's talking head stuff, but it's 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 just dark, dark horse. N- nice people. And yeah, it's called Dark Horse. Brilliant. You might get lucky, it might turn up on film four from time to time, but Great. try and dig it up on YouTube. Dara, right?
0: Thanks for that. So from my from my perspective, I would go for free solo. That's another outlier I really enjoyed. I Unmatched, yeah. it's a it's a documentary about Chris Everett and Martina Navratilova's relationship over the years, brilliantly oh, yeah. made. And finally, another tennis documentary, Is That What You Want? The story of Jimmy Connors' 1991 run to the US Open semifinals at about 39 years of age. Astonishing documentary about the great Jimmy Connors. And do not, watch a, doc- do not watch a documentary called Ronaldo. It's terrible. No, <laughs> I agree. Darachini, thank you so much for joining me and putting that brilliant list together.